listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in business, once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate the Professor Christian. Nate, what's up? What's up, Mike? I got a question for you. I have hopefully an answer. All right. Keep trade cut. Beef, pork, chicken. Uh, I know. It's a tough one. Well, it goes, you keep the most valuable, you trade the second most valuable, and you, I don't know. I'm going to keep pork, trade chicken, and cut beef. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, right. my, if it was up to my daughter, we would make ribs every night. She loves ribs. So <laughs> Got to have... I'm- Gotta have them here at the power house. I don't know if you can make that into a Spotify poll, but uh, that'd be a good one. I can if you want. Um, what about you? What is your keep trade cut? Um, I guess I would be keeping beef. I think you got to keep beef. Um, I'd be trading pork. I guess cutting chicken. Hmm. Well, you know what. Don't forget to stash ground sausage because that's good too. And that's why we're going to buy low and stash trash players. I don't want to say trash players. We'll say lower value players right now. Guys that we think could pop off. And look, we're not going to sit here and tell you, hey, these guys are going to be ones at their position. But they could definitely increase in value. And if you don't like them, but their value is going up, you can always trade them. So, Nate, thank you for the poll. I am definitely going to. I think put that up on the Spotify poll. Um, So if you want to vote, if you listen to our podcast on Spotify, I ask a question every episode. Sometimes I have a poll, like 90% of the time I do. Sometimes, you know, our topic doesn't really necessitate one. Well, we got one for tonight. So check it out there. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Reviews. And hey, you can get into the Patreon for a week for free. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Come hang out with us. Nate, let's start with you. Who is the stash that you're buying? You know... Oftentimes, I find that the players that I like as value buys continue to be value buys throughout their entire career. I'm talking about players like Brandon Cooks, players like Mike Evans, these guys that are constantly undervalued but continue to produce. And some another player that I've been, you know, kind of trying to buy everywhere for the past couple of years, and a little up and down in production, but Antonio Gibson. I love Antonio Gibson as a value buy for the past two years, really. Um, funny enough, I wasn't really that big of a fan of him coming out of college. Um, Mike, did you know that Antonio Gibson played wide receiver in college? I had heard something about that. Yeah, I knew that. We all knew that. I actually had him graded out better as a wide receiver than I did a running back. I was actually disappointed that he came out and decided he was going to be a running back. I thought he'd be a better wide receiver. But yeah. either way, he's been productive um, at throughout his career. And especially in the receiving game. And because of all this together, where he's been productive in the receiving game, he's also been a pretty good runner and at times has been, you know, in a goal line threat for the commanders. Um, he's not a free agent. And I don't think he's going back to Washington, Mike. No, I don't think so. Now, Gibson's the, the great thing about free agency is a lot of times you get to find yourself in a, a new team that has a, an idea for you, a role for you. And Gibson is the kind of running back that you put into a receiving role, um, whether that's like the Jarek McKinnon role that we saw at the Chiefs for a while um, or, or something different. There's going to be volume in the receiving game for Antonio Gibson next year, no matter where he goes. That's going to be the idea when they pick up Antonio Gibson and sign him to a contract. Now, I don't do I think he's going to be an RB1 
No, I don't think so. But I think Antonio Gibson right now, you can probably pick up for a third round pick, Mike, is a really good RB4 for your team, RB5, where you can put him into your flex next year. Um, it might be a little bit matchup dependent, depending on where he goes and what kind of offense he falls into. But that receiving work that we see from running backs, that is oftentimes the best kind of work that we can see from those kind of third tier running backs and below, where they're not the workhorses. They're not going to carry you know, the majority of their backfield touches. But if they can just get good receiving work, they can be relevant for your fantasy t- team. Antonio Gibson has that ability, has that floor that comes with the receiving work. And I'm about it. For a third-round pick, Mike, when you can pick up a cheap running back that you'll be able to put into you know, at least your flex, if not into your you know top two RB spots in a bye week or something like that, I think Antonio Gibson's a great stash right now. Yeah, I do not hate that. And if you're doing it for the third-round pick, and if I have a multiple thirds, yeah. I'm gladly trying to – I'll try to throw the latest one I have at that, of course, you know. Um, but I don't I don't hate that at all. Yeah, um, maybe if you know, need, like, another running back to maybe trade for for Antonio Gibson, Ty Chandler, yeah. someone who's yeah, I, about his he's, value. He's buried on that depth chart, too. I, mean, I understand that he had some run uh, later in the year, but there's a lot of injuries going on there in yeah. Indianapolis at the time. Oh, Ty Chandler, I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Tyler Goodson. Ty Chandler in uh, actually. Minnesota. Wide open depth chart, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I guess Madison. I don't know if Madison's still there or not. Acres. I don't know. It's it's a weird backfield over there. I think the starting running back for the Minnesota Vikings is not on the roster. <laughs> I I agree. And I, I, agree. I I think if you have Cam Acres, if you can get literally anything for him, you do that immediately, and you're happy about it because you know what. He he gone. Uh, but I'll tell you, he's not gone. Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Trey Tucker. Still some questions, especially offensively, around the Las Vegas Raiders. By the way, I still feel weird saying that. Uh, I actually feel more correct saying the Los Angeles Raiders. That's who they were when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's bumped Hunter Renfro from the starting slot wide receiver position. Nate, did you know that? I bet you did. Well, I knew yeah. Hunter Renfro wasn't doing much. <laughs> he's doing something. He's doing a whole lot of nothing. He was a third-round pick last year. So not the best year, but sometimes, you know, when you're buying stashes, you're buying guys that didn't necessarily have a good year, a little down on their luck, whatever it may be. 19 catches for 331 yards and two touchdowns. I think that given some time and good opportunity, he could be a solid wide receiver three or flex starter for your team. And if you could buy him for an early fourth in a super flex league or his value is that of Juwan Johnson, Trey Lance, Juwan Jennings, any other Jawans out there that you can use to get Trey Tucker, I would gladly do that. In a one-quarterback league, we're talking a late third, K.J. Osborne, Brevin Jordan. The fact of the matter is I like a lot of these players. Not so much the guys I listed in Superflex, but I like K.J. Osborne. I like Brevin Jordan. However, I think right now Trey Tucker has a much clearer path to being fantasy relevant than those guys do. I'm stashing Trey Tucker. Nate, what say you about that? You know, this is a this is a pretty low risk move here. You know, I like you said, you know, you're probably moving a fourth round pick for Trey Tucker right now. I don't hate it because I actually got to watch some Trey Tucker this year. And like yeah, he, he was kind of exciting. I think there's there's flashes there. I don't I don't know what kind of opportunity exists with the Raiders, you know, as long as Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers are there. But as a wide receiver three, I think Trey Tucker, he he will flash and pop up on your screen sometimes. So, you know, for a late fourth. Or early fourth, don't I don't hate it, Mike. Yeah, it's one of those things. There's going to be times, and you know, I, I think it's important to note that 
right now we're mocking and there's the combine has yet to happen. Okay. Unless you're listening to this um, after the combine, in which case the combine just happened. (laughs) But that being said, none of these players have rosters yet. So we love all these prospects, you know, like that's my guy. I'm getting my guy in the fourth round, but we see it every year. All of a sudden you get into the fourth round and what we're saying right now, like there's going to be a lot of value there. It may dry up quick. Maybe your league's different. I don't know. So if you're moving a pick that could end up being absolutely nothing for a player that could be absolutely something productive, I'm happily going to make that move. And then Nate, you're going to tell me who your next stash is. Yeah. And I think, you know, just one last thing on Trey Tucker, you know, if we're talking kind of like ceiling wise, what's the ceiling here with Trey Tucker? I I think kind of what we've seen from Darnell Mooney. I think that's like the ceiling for Trey Tucker. And I think that might be a little optimistic, but even if we get something a little bit lower than Darnell Mooney at his best, um, he'd be more than happy moving a late fourth. I mean, early, I keep saying late, late third, early fourth. I see some rumors of, is Darnell Mooney a free agent? Uh, Yes, he is. I heard some Darnell Mooney to the Eagles rumors, which I don't know how I... He's going to be a wide receiver three wherever he goes, most likely, just because of how his last couple of years have been. As an Eagles fan, if they brought in Darnell Mooney, he's only 26, I'd be okay with that. I like Mooney. I think he'd be a really good wide receiver three for any team. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, But, Nate, who is a guy who should be someone's wide receiver three? (laughs) Hey, I like this guy a bit more than someone's wide receiver three. I know you do. Um, Wandale Robinson, who last year, quietly, put up 60 receptions for 525 yards and only one touchdown. Uh, Giants were not a potent offense, let's say. Um, but he was among the league's best in some stats. Uh, he was 30th in yards after the catch per reception with 4.9 yards. Um, you know, showing off that ability to create some yards after himself. Being 30th in the NFL is pretty good. There's a lot of really good wide receivers in the NFL. Um, and he was second best, Mike, in the NFL in the contested catch rate. He had four out of five contested catches, um, contested catch targets he caught. So that's an 80% rate. I know that's a low sample size, but... Come on, he was second best. Counts. Minimum five targets. <laughs> Who was number one? Um, oh God, I, Mike, I'm gonna have to look this up real quick, and you're gonna be very surprised by who the number one is. I'll be, I'll, I'll tell you, the top five is all just kind of blows your mind. It's not who you would think is at the top. I think you told me last night. I definitely told you last night. Oh, not everyone's going to get to hear it though. Okay. All right. So those, and when I say qualifying wide receivers. We used PFFs 20% of whatever the max was. So in this is it's targets, 20% of 179 targets, whatever that is. Someone do the quick math. That is what the threshold is for these stats. So contested catch percentage, number one with 85.7%. Mike, I did tell you this last night, Demarcus Robinson. Oh, that's right. Caught six out of seven contested catch targets. Good Demarcus Robinson. And then it's Wandale Robinson. It is the esteemed Juju Smith-Schuster after that, um, who somehow caught 8 out of 13. Um, tied with Josh 15. Reynolds, who also caught 8 out of 13. It gets better. Tied with Brandon Ayuk, who also caught 8 out of 13. So basically, Juju Smith-Schuster, Josh Reynolds, Brandon Ayuk, essentially the same wide receiver. It's funny, too, because Brandon Ayuk is clearly the best wide receiver on that <laughs> list. And yet he's fifth on the list, too. <laughs> they did him dirty, man. Beautiful. Um, but Wandale Robinson, I, I, I like what he's brought to the table. And he's he's a really good slot receiver. That's And 
that's his limit. I'll be honest there. You know, we're not going to see him grow into much more than a, a think a really solid slot receiver, but okay. there's a lot of fantasy production in the slot. And, you know, 80% of his passing route snaps last year were out of the slot third most in the NFL behind only Tyler Boyd and Josh Downs actually. So he is really, really a slot guy. And that actually makes me like him more. Number one, because you get good volume out of the slot, especially a guy like Wandale, who's quick, um, create yards after the catch, and has proven to be a productive slot wide receiver. I mean, put up 500 yards with what a quarterback this year. Um, and then if they bring in another wide receiver like a Romo Dunze or Malik Neighbors, those guys will play outside. That's fine. It's not really going to affect Wandale Robinson. Believe me, there's plenty of targets to go around in the New York Giants um, receiving room. Um, Darius Slayton, I believe, is a free agent who uh, maybe he's a sneaky little buy for like a fourth round pick if you can make that happen. Um, I could look and see if he is. Um, so to finish it all up, Wandale Robinson, what do you have to do to, to go acquire this guy? You know, he's still young. He's still someone that you know, we, we are looking for upside moving forward. You can move a guy like Brandon Cooks for him get a little bit younger at the wide receiver position. Maybe you're Rashid Shahid, who's valued pretty similar to him. I would personally rather have Wanda Robinson. I understand there's people out there that would have rather have Shahid, but to his or her. And then an early third, Mike. I think you can get Wanda Robinson right now for an early third. And honestly, I think that's a pretty good value. Yeah. Um, I like it for what you're paying. And for the record, um, Darius Slayton is not a free agent. He's a free agent after this year. And you know who else is not a free agent of the New York football giants? That's Jalen Hyatt, who I'm stashing. That's right. Ooh, we love the Giants offense around here. <sighs> well, hey, when I type up something like another underperformer last season, like the Giants as a whole, he does have some talent and give it an opportunity. I think he could be more productive. Look, the Giants offense has to get better. I do not see a there's just no way it could get worse, right? Like, can it? We hope that the Giants offense gets better next year because I guess things always could get worse. But he did average 16.2 yards per reception last year. 23 catches, 373 yards, no touchdowns. And he did play in all 17 games. He had seven starts as well. So he's on the field. He's learning. The production wasn't there, but the production for the team as a whole wasn't there. You know, Daniel Jones didn't look the best when he was playing. Tyra Taylor was playing. Um, the Cutlets guy, whose name I don't remember because he's probably never going to take Tommy another Cutlets, NFL man. snap. Tommy uh, Cutlets. Tommy yeah, he might not take another NFL snap. Um, you know, future UFL Hall of Famer Tommy DeVito, he was playing too. So, look, the New York Giants wide receiver depth chart is bad. I don't know what they're going to do in the draft, and who knows with them. They've been all over the place. Right now, if the season started today, your three starters would be Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton, and Wondell Robinson. Okay. Here's the, the New York Giants free agent wide receivers. Isaiah Hodgins, Zach, Sterling Shepard, Gunnar Olszewski, I think is how you say his last name, and Paris Campbell. So for his price and potential upside, I'm willing to stash. And his price, glad you asked, in a super flex, you're looking at like a mid-third. Sam Howell, who we don't think is going to have a future in Washington. He's also valued around Mike Williams and Tyler Lockett if you want to get younger. I think if you move Tyler Lockett, you can get Jalen Hyatt. Plus, I don't know about Mike Williams right now. In one quarterback league, again, he lines up with the mid-third. Raheem Mostert and Jonathan Mingo. So, Nate, I'm sure you'd rather stash Wondell Robinson, but what do you think about uh, Jalen Hyatt there? 
Yeah, you know, it, I, I don't hate the Jalen Hyatt either. I think there's value to be had in the Giants wide receiver room. The question is, is it Wanda Robinson? Is it Jalen Hyatt? Either one is probably capped because yeah. I expect them to add a wide receiver at the next level. That's why I lean Jalen. Um, I lean Jalen. I, I lean Wandale Robinson because I believe that that slot position is is going to be his no matter what. Um, but you know, if they bring in Malik Neighbors or they bring in a Roman Dunze, I would be more worried probably for Hyatt. But long term, I think Slayton probably the odd man out after next year, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you're moving forward with like a Roma Dunze or, or Malik Neighbors with a Hyatt and Wandale Robinson wide receiver room. Honestly, I don't think that's the worst thing for the New York Giants moving forward. We're excited to announce that we have partnered with Mint Mobile. Have you ever thought, why in the world is my wireless bill so darn high? What are you paying all that money for? Speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk and text, mobile hotspots? Great news. Mint Mobile offers all of these features for as low as $15 a month. They're built on the nation's largest 5G network, and they keep costs low because they sell direct to you online, cutting out the retail stores and salespeople. Why should you pay more than you have to for access to the same network? Go to HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind, also linked in the description to get premium wireless for $15 a month. Guys, $15. How hard is it to switch your service? Big Wireless wants you to think that it's hard, but switching to Mint is super easy thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your home. If your phone doesn't have an eSIM, Mint will ship you a new SIM card for free. Big Wireless also wants you to think that they're the only option, but don't be duped. And now through January 1st, you'll receive an additional three months free. Buy three, get three. If you purchase a three-month plan using our link, HTTPS, trymintmobile.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Again, linked in the description. The offer is available on all plans, including Unlimited. All right, Nate, let's kick it to you. And we have got one more stash each. Who's your last one? Yep, Mike, I got to the show sheet before you. I put a tight end on here. And I put one of my favorite tight ends who's once again continued to be undervalued throughout his career. He led his draft class in receptions as a rookie. And yet he is still valued um, into the 20s at the tight end position. Kate Otten for the Buccaneers. You know, I don't don't really understand uh, what we're missing with Kate Otten over here. Um, He's too undervalued for what he's done with Tampa Bay and the fact that, you know, Mike Evans is a free agent now. Um, I don't know if he's coming back or not, uh, but Kate Otten has been a consistent producer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Mike, he plays without gloves. It looks so cool. It looks so old school. He looks like a guy who's been out there for the last 30 years playing, you know, like retro like that. I, I love it. You know, he's just out there catching the, catching the ball, no gloves with the, like the knuckles taped up. That makes me like him even more, to be honest. Um, Kate Otten, I think going back to his draft class, which I believe was the 2022 draft, Mike uh, included Greg Dalsich and Kate Otten is the best tight end from that draft class so far. And he is isn't, so easy to pick up right now. I'm sorry, but isn't Trey McBride in that draft class as well? Oh, Trey McBride was in that draft class, Mike. <laughs> I, you know what? You, you are right. He's and the I, second best tight end in that class, and that's okay because he's also more affordable than Trey McBride right now. Much, much more affordable. But Kate Otten, he's not been a huge tight end threat. You know, honestly, Mike, you look at his stats. 
They're not the most impressive, but he's been consistent for the Buccaneers. I think, you know, he's your definitely your tight end two, tight end three, but through two years, he's seen 130 targets, and that's kind of hard for you know a tight end to do in their first two years. And he's done that. So while the production has kind of lagged behind, you know, he hasn't had over 500 yards yet in his career. But the Buccaneers' offense the past two years has not been good, and until like the second half of this season. And in, in that time is when we start to see Kadon uh, look a little bit better. So while I don't know if Kadon quite has that top 12 upside, I think, you know, picking up Kadon right now as your tight end three, he has the potential to you know, become your tight end two. If he's not already your tight end two, I, I think he's kind of a lower level tight end two for a contending team, but I still think uh, that he's someone that you, you're happy to have. And he's acquirable right now for, you know, you could downgrade from, you know, Dallas Goddard and a second round pick and a, and a Kate Otten. Um, if, if Dallas Goddard is not your, you know, favorite thing out there and you have another tight end that you can start um, outside of Kate Otten, if you're just trying to get some depth and add on an asset there, I like a move like that. Um, also, you can move like a guy like Tucker Craft right now for Kate Otten. I personally would rather have Kate Otten. A little bit less target competition than Tucker Craft. Yeah. Um, also, maybe like a his teammate, Trey Palmer. You can move Trey Palmer right now for Kate, Kate Otten. I like Trey Palmer, but. Give me the tight end. Uh, there's a lot more competition at wide receiver. Yeah, I like this. And if you look at um, Kate Otten's stats here, <clears throat> started all 17 games, played in all 17 games. And so consistent. Yeah. I mean, his targets went up, his receptions went up, his yards went up, his touchdowns went up, his yards per reception went up. Everything went up. Now, I'm not talking about these are exponential leaps here. Yeah. They're minimal, but – the fact is we have a quarterback showing trust in a young player and I like it. I'm all in, you know, I'm all in. Yeah, on K- Baker's going to get extended. So I, I like it. Yeah. I, and I like that Baker's going to get extended. I love seeing guys like Jared Goff. We talked about in the last pod, Baker Mayfield, you know, kind of castaways from previous teams and they go somewhere else to get a fresh start and it just works. I, I love seeing that. Um, it's fantastic. Good, good yeah. for those guys. Seriously. Um, and I'll tell you who I'm stashing my possibly last stash of the podcast. That's Denver Broncos wide receiver, Marvin Mims. You know, I was a big fan of him. I think you were as well last year, but then people kind of soured on him. The Broncos offense was not great last year. It was very inconsistent at times. And I loved his profile coming out. Nate, the vibes they checked out for sure. He was a second round pick of Sean Payton last year. A lot of people think that either Sutton or Judy will be on their way out. I think it's going to be Judy. I don't think Cortland Sutton's going anywhere. That's if I see one player leaving, that's who I think it is. And that's going to open the door for more Marvin Mims. And I'm here for it. So his rookie year, 22 catches, 377 yards and one touchdown. Nothing great. It was very sporadic, very spotty all over the season. Still young. Nate, he's only going to be 22 when the season starts. He's going to be younger than some of these rookies that are coming in. That's a good thing. In Superflex, you could get him for like a 24th third right now. Uh, that's what his value lined up as. I don't think that's actually going to happen. I think you need to have a second. Uh, he's valued around Tucker Craft, Quentin Johnston. I saw Quentin Johnston for Mims. I'm sorry. I think I would make that trade right now. Um, 224. I'm sorry. It was Quentin Johnston yeah. for Mims and 224 fourths. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. I'm, I saw, I'm, I'm um, Quentin. Somebody traded Miles Sanders. For Marvin Mims, I would do that as well. Yeah, I would too. So, yeah, that's what we're looking. I think at. Sean Payton was actually just talking about Marvin Mims today in his press conference, and was talking about how the only thing holding Marvin Mims back this season was us. That's what he said. Okay, that's good. I love hearing that. All right, so would you be interested? Would I you would pay be. this? 
Yeah, okay. I'd absolutely pay these prices. Um, I was actually moving off of Marvin Mims near the end of the season, but I was still getting second round value. So I was getting kind of the same value that I picked him for. So I was willing to make that move off of him. But for a third round pick, I'm all over Marvin Mims as a as a post-hype sleeper. Beautiful. And I know you said that was going to be your last one. I got a bonus for you guys. Davis Allen from the Los Angeles Rams, tight end. He was a fifth round pick last year. Look, he didn't do a ton. But he was behind Tyler Higby. Only 10 catches for 95 yards and one touchdowns. But for what it's worth, Tyler Higby, he didn't do what I expected him to do last year either. 47 catches, 495 yards, and two touchdowns. Not very Tyler Higby-esque, if I may say. The Rams could be looking in a different direction. He's getting older. He's hurt. And the only other tight end on the roster, this breaks my heart, is Bryson Hopkins. And as much as I love them, I don't think that's going to be a thing. And this is more value and opportunity over talent right here. I didn't think that Davis Allen was the most talented, good hands, kind of slow, decent route runner, but the opportunity is there. I love to stash tight ends. If he has a few good games with Higby out, you could start him if you need him, or you can maximize value and sell him. Um, you're looking at an early fourth. You can move Ryan Tannehill in the Superflex League, Isaiah Hodgins, Cole Turner, who another guy I like, but it just hasn't happened. And one quarterback league, and you get this, he's somehow cheaper in a one quarterback league. I don't understand it. Peyton Hendershot, Quez Watkins, and a fourth round pick. <laughs> Those were his values lines. I up. think I don't know if the Rams are going to add a tight end this year because I there's no way Tyler Higby starts the season. He got injured way no. too late. Yeah. So they need someone to replace Tyler Higby to start the season. Is that Davis Allen? He'll he's certainly going to get a shot. So, Mike, if, if you got a fourth you want to throw around for Davis Allen, I got no problem with that. He has an opportunity this offseason to get that starting tight end position if he wants it. I don't know if they bring someone in early. I don't know. I don't know what's going over there in L.A. We'll see. Who knows? But I uh, hope you enjoyed our stashes. So until next time, everyone, for Nate, I'm Mike. We'll see you later. If you want to level up above your competition, we invite you to become a member of our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our Discord chat, where advice is at your fingertips 24-7. When you level up to our 5 or $10 tiers, you get bonus podcasts, rankings, and specific tier-based chats. We are offering a free 7-day trial for a limited time, so head to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind and tier up now. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.